special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. I'm your friend Phil Vecchio and on this episode we'll be talking about season two episode four of Family Ties titled This Year's Model. This episode originally aired on the 26th of October 1983 and with me to discuss this episode is a very special guest Brendo Mann, Mr. Brendan Creasy himself. Hello. Welcome Good to back, be back to the show. Again, hoping, um, I think my car is safely in the garage. Yeah, we're at your place or now. my place. So, yeah. This is so, your third episode. I, I know now? we recorded one on my computer somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I know what it was. We recorded on your computer with Cheryl. Yeah. In when we were okay, in a hotel somewhere. Because there's one on my computer. That's what it was from. Okay. And we watched it on your thing. That's yeah. right. Well, anyway, we watched one now. Yes. And um, what do you think? Well, as I said to you, um, this is a trope that was maybe this originated the mother-daughter fashion show trope. Could be fashion because this I have seen this in later um, both sitcoms and teen melodramas mostly (laughs) because there are like fashion this kind of episode um, especially the two that I definitely would bring up most similar are 90210 in first season there was a mother daughter fashion (laughs) show and also in um, in the one and only season of my so called life. There was another similar, and they have a very similar beats. Similar story. Where, like, the mom yeah. gets really into it, and then the daughter, that upsets the daughter. the daughter. Yeah. And then, but this one, I think, is definitely the best of them, because we'll get, I'm sure, I know this is a later segment, but I really love the moral of this episode. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I thought this one, it was a little bit more upbeat and funny, because, like, those ones really tried to dig into, like, mom-daughter stuff, which is a good thing to address, but, like... I don't know. It's just such a. I mean, now it's such a tropey way to do it, but at right. this point, I feel like this might have been. Well, this was like, definitely before those. Did they do this on the Brady Bunch? Maybe. I, don't I know. feel like it's a. It's a pretty. Well, they did do it later uh, in Arrested Development. Yeah, Arrested Development with Mother Boy. Yes. Subverted it there. So they subverted it, which is great. And then, but then I, I can think, I'm, I can think of other beauty contest type things yeah. and other things like that, modeling contests. Complete with shady agent types. The camera guy in particular in this one was a creeper. Oh, and creeper. Alex was being. Alex was the biggest creeper of the episode. (laughs) Sha la la la. All right, well, if you would be so kind, give us just a brief summary of what happened in case those folks at home are listening didn't get a chance to watch the episode. The A plot consists of um, we discover that Mallory has won a contest. That she entered herself and Elise in as a mother-daughter modeling contest. So they won a mother-daughter modeling shoot. And they get to be in the paper. And they can possibly win a modeling contract together. Because mother-daughter modeling is something that's a big... It's it's super hot in the fashion world. Those mother-daughter modeling teams. So hot right now. Like, what? Um, And then... uh, So that leads to stuff... And um and like feelings get hurt, and uh, well, so they go to the act. Yeah, go to they the go thing. to the shoot, and then um, Elise actually likes modeling, and Mallory is kind of pushed aside, 
and Elise becomes a big model, and they get to shoot a TV commercial in their house, in their which house. makes no sense. Well, because they um, don't want to make another yeah. set for the episode. Yeah, but also, but just in, like the reality of this world makes yeah. zero sense. And they have all like, the like TV like, cameras. Because I know in real world, when you get hired to do a modeling job, they just show up and they shoot the commercial <laughs> at your house the next day. And the fact that there's enough room in their kitchen for the entire the entire crew film and crew. All the well, if you notice, there were a few cups in the living room. Yeah. Because that's all you need. Just yeah. some cups of coffee. A little space. Yeah, there. a couple of space. Whole like, there's no way they didn't... Because, like, in reality, like, they would be tearing out your walls and stuff to <laughs> film in a kitchen. There's no way your kitchen is camera ready. Right. There's no way somebody's house is just ready for next day shoot. The Keatons like, is. The Keatons, apparently. <laughs> camera ready house. It can be an office. It can be a kitchen. A counseling yeah, office. what happened to Elisa's... Is Elise still doing her interior whatever uh, business? She's, she's an architect still. When, oh, you know, architect. That's when right. When it strikes her, yeah. when she feels like it, she's again, not the office out we of all know we've determined in the last episode I was on that that's only a real business in her mind. Right. Steven set up this elaborate yeah. Truman Show esque yep. world for Elise. Well, this, this makes sense now, this episode, because <laughs> if, if Steven is again setting stuff up for her, she's the one that gets a modeling contract for a commercial that's in their house. Yeah. It's all part of that same. You universe. think this is all part of Steven's it's elaborate ruse? Totally there is no sense. well because we'll get into this later. But proper penguin—that's not a real thing. No, like it's not even a good fake product no. because it's ridiculous. And disgusting. So that that actually this is really making sense now. I think Steven is continuing his elaborate like, oh yeah, you guys want a mother daughter uh-huh. modeling thing? Uh-huh. Like I bet you Steven like somehow planted the entry form and like Mallory's like <laughs> desk. Door like left at her door and he's like yeah so, so he sits on a P.O. box he was orchestrating the whole thing because you notice that the actual shoot he had a dentist appointment yeah. quote unquote and, he he get and then this whole shoot doesn't make any sense what are these no. pictures for Sunday, he probably walk. just paid the Sunday supplement to <laughs> right. run all this stuff yeah because he knows he's, he's in the public television yeah, he's in the public certain. television he he's got a guy bad. over yeah. there he's like yo Jerry just, I'll give you some free ad time on like this week's whatever yeah, if yeah. you just run this thing <laughs> pretend this pretend photo shoot my wife um, needs this <laughs> J- like Steven, what is up with these pictures? Your wife is just pointing at random things. And it looks like they're on this cart where they're pretending to be on a plane for yeah, some reason. Yeah, there's turbulence. There's yeah, turbulence. like what is happening here? She, why is your daughter... Yeah, yeah why like is your wife... What are these pictures? Jerry, just put them in the paper. Just take the pictures. And he took like 800 pictures. Jerry, just take those pictures and put them in the paper. I'll give you free ad time. Here, Jerry, how about... what? what what's your favorite restaurant, Jerry? Oh, Sardi's? You're, you and your wife. Chef's table. (laughs) Just in the weekly supplement. No one looks at that thing. Just a weekly supplement, Jerry. Do me a solid. All right, two weeks of free ad time. (laughs) Two. I think we solved it. This this whole thing has been orchestrated behind the scenes. Because it doesn't make any sense. No. So the B plot, though, is just kind of like Jennifer has a school project. Alex takes it to like an insane level where like. They're buying different levels of balsa wood. Right. And Jennifer at one point comes out of the garage with like just a giant two by four and like a like saw. A hammer yeah, like a hammer. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that, and that's pretty funny. Yeah. They didn't it's do a relief a map. There wasn't a lot they going on. Just there. a little something to do. Yeah. Oh, and Alice got to be insanely creepy. Yeah, he was really. Just like super creepy. The creepy standby of I'm a talent scout. I'm starting a modeling contest <laughs> right. while you're at a modeling contest. 
he's, he meets the girl's mom and is like, oh, are you two sisters? I couldn't even tell. Yeah, like the standard thing. But let me, can I talk about these girls? I don't know if this, well, let's keep going with the format here. All right, well, let's Because I have good. some other observations. That was just, that's that was summary. the summary. But I have some, I'll get into my observations. Sha-la-la-la. Let's hear some observations. What, what you got? I'll just go through them. Alex kissed Mallory on the mouth. Yeah. Let's start right there. It was like the side but of it the was, mouth. But it was, no, it was a pretty full-on mouth like kiss. The, it was a there was definite mouth-to-mouth contact between <laughs> brother and sister. And you know Michael J. Fox may have orchestrated that. He probably didn't mind. But that but was... There, there could have been romance there. That was a creepy the kiss. They're not really brothers. It was still a real creepy kiss. This was three years... No, this came out in 1983. Mouth kiss. Return of the Jedi was in 1983 where we found out Princess Leia... Yeah, but this is like actual siblings, known siblings to each other, kissing on the mouth and not completely freaking out about it. I'm saying maybe 1983... Like, Mallory just kind of... I feel like that may have even been a regular occurrence the way Mallory just kind of wiped her (laughs) mouth just real casually. Not even like, ew, gross. Just like, oh, my brother just kissed me in the mouth like he does... Like, it was just a real, like, this happens all the yeah. time. It was very casual. You gotta figure it It though. was a very casual mouth kiss. In real life, they're, you know, they're not thinking like they're brother and sister, because they're not really. Yeah, but in the context of a television show. show with a brother and sister, I just question the writing of a mouth kiss, <laughs> or even just a, like, I, there's no way he wrote that. No. So that was a Michael J. Fox, like, I'm gonna mouth kiss Justine Bateman right now. It wasn't like a head tilt. It was a pretty good. It was a smacker. It was a smacker. It was definitely. It was was like a. It was not a peck. No, it was a moi. It was def, but it was a mouth kiss. It was. It was. I guess because I mean I don't have a sister, so I don't know what the brother sister mouth kiss protocol is. That's that's not the protocol. Okay, um, I'll save my quote because I have my quote. Quote. Um, Alex had like a pretty dorky seemed like not even even too dorky for Alex P. Keaton sweater oh, man, going I didn't on notice it. at the at the Apple model thing. shoot. It was just like it seemed even too dorky. It was like a 70 year old man sweater. Do you think he was trying because remember at the beginning when he found out there was maybe a okay thing, okay maybe he was like oh I won too when he, he was is, in the picture. So him trying to be fashionable is looking even older. I think maybe like, that was his. He intent. normally dresses like a 50 year old man, so then he steps it up to like 80 year old man because <laughs> he seriously was. is wearing like this this sweater that. I, I don't even know where you would find nowadays. You'd have to go to, like, deep in a Goodwill bin. Yeah. Like, or something. I think that was his attempt to be fashionable. All right. Um, Alex is into a girl wearing... Okay, this girl... I, this is my fashion center. <laughs> okay. This girl was wearing a blue... It was, like... It covered from her neck to the floor. It, it was like the most like Amish. The wives yeah, thing. like yeah. this thing. It had full sleeves <laughs> to like her wrists. You could not do. You could see her hands and yep. like maybe the top of her neck. What is she modeling for? What magazine is this? Amish Monthly. Like Amish <laughs> Monthly. But this this photo shoot. The next photo I have is this photo shoot is insane. Yeah. <laughs> this photo shoot is like again they they put him on a cart and they like pretend you're on an airplane. And the way she pretended. And it was putting her arms out like she yeah, and then like, they're like, "There's turbulence." I'm like, people can see there's no plane. Like, right. what? 
And it's a still photo. So and then, like, what is all the movement for? Yeah. It's just going to be blurry. And they were blurry. Yeah, the all these blurry shot. photos that they, because, you know, they in TV and movies, whenever they do a photo shoot, then at the end they do the, shows the picture. pictures. And they're all these blurry pictures. I'm like, what are these? Again, this is, again, the more we're talking about this, the more I'm like, Steven orchestrated no, this we, whole that, thing. We solved it. That totally, <laughs> like, it falls Because this line. photo shoot is insane. Yeah. The photographer's insane. They're just taking, like, hundreds of pictures. And I didn't see any camera of film or loading this is not digital no. times he did trade out the camera once but he took like 80 pictures yeah. before that this is a tw- like what are we looking at 36, 36 in a roll tops, maybe right? yeah in 1983 it's gotta be there i didn't see any changing of film no i didn't even see him using proper flash well he wasn't on like a tripod either it was yeah, just, it was just like these handheld it was nothing about this it was very much like steven's like all right make her think that like this and like it's just like these are all amateurs there's one they were amateurs to be there they were like, amateurs pretending to be pros because and that's why they were dressed the other models were dressed like that because it was just his wife and, and it daughter. wasn't fashion like, they just, just had some clothes they had to have someone there to be yeah. there for to make it look all real. right um yeah, Alex pretending to be a talent scout was super creepy. Yes. Um, then a f- one more fashion. Um, back at the house in this put-together-in-one-day commercial shoot in the Keaton <laughs> kitchen, um, uh, Steven's turtleneck jacket combo was very oh. on point. Yeah, I feel like Because it was very scholarly. I just really enjoyed the like very casual borderline. At first I'm like, is he wearing a dicky <laughs> right. like turtleneck? But then I realized there's more to it, right. not dicky. But then like a like tweed like scholarly jacket, almost wearing a suit. But then they went bowling during that time. So that's and what then, they were so bowling. he's like bowling in a suit jacket yeah. at a turtleneck? How like I would be dead. I'd be drenched in sweat. <laughs> And he made a, a bowl to 200 with that. And Steven's so. an expert bowler, apparently, because he bowled to 200. Yeah. What's the highest bowling 300 score? 300 is a perfect Yeah, but what's the highest score you've ever gotten? I've ever gotten? Okay, now, this is an bowling anomaly. PE. Bowling and PE, when I did it for two semesters in a row, yeah. I got a 180 game. That's me, too. In bowling and PE, I got a 180 once. But it was a total but, anomaly. Yeah, my average was, like, my, 120. Yeah, yeah, my same thing. Same thing. Yeah. I had, like, a crazy handicap. I got a few 120s, yeah. 130s, yeah, yeah, yeah. 140s. When I was yeah. bowling, like, every... But we were bo- that was bowling and PE where you were bowling, like, all the time. Yeah, like, multiple times a week, multiple games in a day. Yeah. In a so, league situation. And I just happened to get one. I mean, yeah. it was just luck, really. Yeah. Yeah, me so too. So 200 is a really good 200 is really game. good. Because I was like... Oh my 200 is like multiple strikes. Yeah. Multiple consecutive strikes. And I was never wearing a suit jacket in and, any of them. And a turtleneck underneath. Which to me is just like, how... Like, is Steven... Like, what is going on with his body temperature? Well, it is October in Ohio. Okay. So, so, you know... But inside chilly. the bowling alley, while yeah. you're bowling. And that's got to restrict your movement. So I can see he probably took off the suit jacket. But even bowling... 200 in that turtleneck. Oh, maybe that's his lucky turtleneck. Maybe he's got something even underneath that. Speaking of turtle, let's talk about Okay, the food. let's talk about my next note. The food. Proper. Man. Okay, well, we also, we already kind of talked about this. Why are they filming the commercial in the yeah. Keaton house? Well, we saw it. It makes that. no now sense. Now we know. So now we know. Um, because further on, proper penguin food sounds disgusting. Because oh let's gosh. talk about these yes. options turtle soup. Frozen which, turtle soup. I'm not even sure that's something you can legally, like. I don't think it is anymore. Like, well, no, because, like, Strang gets turtle for, like, fests. Well, I guess it depends on the kind of turtle. It's yeah. probably not, like, yeah. leatherback sea turtle. Turtle soup? Also, that sounds disgusting. Um, escargot. Yeah, frozen escargot. Peking duck. 
Yeah. Which that's a very that requires elaborate preparation. Yeah. There's no way I'm eating your microwave. No. If you if I came to your house and you brought out microwave escargot and BG duck Peking duck, Frozen. I would I would turn around if you like if you like brought if you open if you micro if you open your microwave and there was escargot and stuff inside I would turn around and leave oh, and flambe something oh, yeah like what that's not microwavable no and let's point out this too. The Keatons do not own a microwave, we found out. Yeah, which they don't own a microwave. So none of this makes any sense. You know when the when when Mallory said they don't own a microwave, Stephen probably went, oh, crap. Like, <laughs> right. she, he thought that's where they were all. But then even, but it was the least. It was like, that doesn't matter. Yeah. So Steve's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. He yeah. thought yeah. the whole thing was yeah. up. He's like, oh, we don't have a microwave. He's like, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but in 1983, I feel like like everybody had a microwave then, right? It was getting there. I mean, at least the Keatons. The Keatons are pretty well Yeah, but they're very, they're super healthy people. And remember, there was still a lot of panic about microwaves. Because think about in Freaks and Geeks. The first day, like, what about, like, x-rays? There still was a lot of panic. And I could totally see the Keatons not wanting a microwave. And only wanting, like, prepared foods. Not wanting any prepared foods. Right. Because you always see, she's... Elise is doing like she's always making like gazpachos and soups. Oh yeah! Like this week, it seemed like she was making some big elaborate like soup, pasta, pot of something. I don't know. So like she's definitely a go to the store, fresh foods, no microwave. So that fits. That also fits, and that's all I had. Stephen bowled the two hundred. Sha la la la. The other thing, and this is this is being really dumb, but. The Sunday Supplement Kids is part of something called the newspaper, (laughs) which is a thing that gets delivered to old people's houses because they don't know how to use the internet. Or our house because I don't know how to get them to stop sending it. And you don't know how to get them to stop sending it. But I would say most people, like, I just did a survey for Nielsen and they were asking me about newspaper stuff and I was like, no. Did you read this? No. And I'm like, online? And they're like, no, actual newspaper. I'm like, no. No actual newspaper. He's like, well, I have to go through each one, so you have to say, just help me out here. Because And they're like, well, we're giving you $10 cash. So I'm like, okay, fine. No. And so it's just, nope, 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 nope. No newspapers. It's where we are at at this time. Except I think we're starting to see why that may have been a bad thing to kill off, like, media. Yeah. Independent media, but I think it may hey. have gone too far. Yeah, it all. It's, it's too late. Where it's all too late. It's all over. So that's my one thing that I know. I guess I just realized, like newspapers. Yeah, that's the good. Sunday supplement. Sha la la la. All right, we have some uh, guest stars to talk. Yeah, about. Yeah, I want to hear about this because I cannot recognize these people. There's no one that you probably will. Okay. Um, but there, there was like, several guest yeah. people. You know, from the different. I mean, there was the proper stuff. Penguin Man. Yes. There was the girl and her daughter. There was the agent. Yep. All right. And well, there's a couple more that they're credited. Here. So first up, we have Ed Hansen. He's the guy that uh, was the agent guy. Yeah. And uh, he was played by Frank Dent. Uh, he had a lot of roles in TV shows. Uh, He's he kind of one of those dudes. He was in a couple of movies that I uh, from the early '90s. Don't tell mom, babysitter's dead. Awesome. And Josh and Sam. Do you remember that one? No. Oh, this was a good like. I think it's Which like an under an underappreciated movie. I don't know who was in it. Was but that it was Thor two Birch kids. movie? I feel and that sounds almost like a Thor Birch movie. I'm trying to think of kids of that era. It was two boys. They're brothers. Boys? And I think like in order to avoid like, their parents, we're gonna get no, no. I don't think they're recognizable names. No. This was under the radar. Okay. 
I need to hear. But about in this. order to get, uh, I think they were escaping like their parents' divorce so or it's something. Kind of like a wizard situation. So the brother, kind of the older brother, tells the younger brother that he's like a genetically modified soldier. That I have hired. definitely seen this. And in order to escape Russia, they have to go to Canada. But that was his story to get his brother to like. I have one hundred percent seen this, but I do not remember anything about I, it. That's all I remember. But when now, it came up, okay, I had to mention one hundred percent. Go back and watch. But this movie. don't tell mom the babysitter's dead is a highly underrated yes, movie. That was classic. I just want to say. Christina Applegate. I don't understand why she's not a leading lady in more movies because she's really good in that. It's really funny. Yeah. And also, hat tip, friend of the show, Keith Coogan. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so... The dishes are done, man. This same guy also was in um, Saint Elsewhere. Did, okay, I never opera. watched that show. I know a lot of I mean, parents soap did. opera... That's, it's not isn't really that that one opera. with that weird... It's the Howie Mandel one, right? Or no, I don't know. I might be confusing the hospital shows now. St. Elsewhere was like that one where they're it's like... the kid, like the kid theory, right? I have no idea, man. All right. Well, I don't know. But anyway, he was in 14 episodes of that as a doctor. So that's what he did. This was his only appearance on Family Ties. Next up, we have the Tuxedo Man, the proper penguin Yeah, guy. proper penguin. He doesn't have a name, Which just is Tuxedo no Man. No way is any of that real. Now, although he is not someone <clears throat> you recognize, mm-hmm. he, this is kind of crazy. He is a recurring character on The Bold and the Beautiful, which is a okay. full-on soap opera. Yeah. He has been in 2,841 oh, so like, episodes. Yeah, so he's like a main guy. All the way back to, like I think, early late 70s or yeah. early 80s. And he's still, his most recent one was like last week. So he's still, still on the show. He's one of the main people on Bold and Eric Beautiful. Eric Forrester. Two, and then he so also So our soap did, opera friends. Yeah. He also did 15 episodes of The Young and the Restless as a crossover with this same With the character. same So this is like a major Full soap on, opera yeah. guy. Nuts. So huh. oh, almost 3,000 episodes. So he was doing that when he did this. this. Yeah. Wow. So he just popped in for that. Now, I mean, he just did that one bit with it. It was probably yeah. like one day shooting, but you know. Still pretty, pretty. And this was his only appearance on Family Ties also. I wonder if that was like a big cameo for them. At the it must have been because yeah. at this point he'd already been yeah. in hundreds of episodes. Yeah. He was a known guy. Yeah, and that would have attracted the soap opera audience. There's yeah. definitely some crossover with. Yeah. The old, oh, for sure. That must have been. That might have been a big event. It probably was. Yeah. Might have been in that soap opera digest. They oh, one hundred for sure. You know, I always see that, and I'm like, people buy. Remember Nick Askew? Yeah. Nick Askew was into that. soap operas yeah. and actually read those. Yeah. And it because because it's impossible to keep up because there's. Because it's going on all the time, and so Nick is in college, so there's no way he could possibly... So he had those magazines, and it was just like spoilers. It yeah. was like recaps yeah. of all the episodes, and told you like what characters were what in magazine form, but I'm yep. like, that's adorable. <laughs> Alright, so next up we have Sarah Abram. And also never make fun of me for any of my dumb hobbies ever again. <laughs> Someone's always got something just as bad. Yeah. Uh, the girl Heather, the one that uh, Alex B. Keaton was kind of creeping on, she was Super played creeping by on. Sarah Abrell. Replaced kind of with definitely creeping on. Now she hasn't, she wasn't in a whole lot. This was her only episode of Family Ties, but she was in three movies I have to mention briefly, but okay. mostly because I love them. Back to School. Yes. She was a sorority girl. Yeah, there was a lot of those. The Lonely movie. Guy, Steve Martin and yeah. Charles Grodin. Okay. She was a bride. Nice. And then this one I just had to mention because I'm going to have to look this up. She was in Hamburger, the motion picture. What the heck is which that? Which came out in like 1985, I, I think. That definitely sounds like some weird movie that and we need to find. all the reviews are either zeros or tens. They're okay. either like, this movie's garbage or this is the best movie We need to find this movie. Seen. It's probably on YouTube. Not to be confused with Hot Dog, the no, movie, which is also that's a movie. No, that's a that's a. Ski movie. Yeah, this is Hamburger the movie. What's it, it about? It's about this guy who's gonna, he has to, it's almost like a Billy Madison. He's gotta go to college in order to get his parents' inheritance. 
and he flunks out of all the other colleges, so he winds up How going have to I this never, Hamburger University. How have I never heard of this? I don't know. I feel like this would be one There's of those nobody movies. Nobody in it. Like, I don't yeah, recognize but any of the This names. sounds like the kind of movie that would have been played all the time oh. on TV when oh, we were yeah, kids. Oh, yeah, like late night TV. And I feel like there's certain movies like that that I've seen a million times. Like, oh my gosh, I can't tell you the full-on nostalgia rush I got watching Chopping Mall. Oh, yeah. Because um, <laughs> that's one of those ones that was always on yeah. KTTY and stuff. Your freaking cousin's in it. Yeah. And that movie is... So stupid! It's so stupid. You need to watch it. But I love if those. you haven't watched it, I watched it's it a long so time dumb. Ago. It's on Amazon Prime. It's great. And then I found because then I found uh, these. There's these art. These how did this get made articles uh-huh. that Blake, um, the guy that did the Console Wars book. Oh yeah, he does these articles on Slash Film into the how like he finds like the most random of stars of these movies. He does these killer interviews with directors and he digs up just stuff you couldn't believe about all these. <laughs> like, Streets of Fire, he, like, found everybody. Like, awesome. he just, he just, and so, like, he inter- he found them lead lady from, like, Chopping Mall and, like, she it was, it was, she did an awesome interview. Well, maybe he'll cover Hamburger the movie because this seems pretty obscure. You think, maybe, how did this get made? I wonder if they've done it. I don't know, maybe. I have never heard of this, though. I, well, that's why. I and how have we there. never heard of like I don't a know. bad? I feel like between the two of us, we've One seen us. most bad, or at least are aware or of, heard of. I mean, gosh. But there was wow. a lot of reviews of people like this movie's horrible. You got to watch it. It's like so good. It's okay. so bad. It's good. One hundred percent. All right. Next up, we have Mrs. Marin, who is the mom of the model girl. She was played by Eve Roberts. Um, she didn't do a whole lot. She had a couple TV appearances. Most significantly, she was on Remington Steel. Which on Radio Brando Man we discovered has the same theme song as it all He-Man. ties together. Remington Steel and He Man, and then she was also on Riptide, which was my on our show. That was my nostalgia detectives. Yeah, we. I couldn't remember the name of the show. She was on Riptide. This was her only appearance on Family Ties. Donald Riker played Philip. He was the camera guy. The kid took a bunch of pictures. This was his only acting credit, but he did do a bunch of writing. Looked like he wrote like ten different pilots that never took off or anything. So, oh no, he didn't do a whole lot. He wrote a few things here and there. This was his big thing. Was yeah, he sound like guy trying to make it in Hollywood. Then this one is really interesting. We have Slate Man. He's the Slate guy Man. that did yeah. the you know the yeah. Slate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take two, take twenty two. This is his first of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven appearances on Family Ties. Just random but all stuff. his different stuff. None of them the same thing. It has to be like a crew person. Well, that's his only acting stuff was Family Ties, and then he was also a production assistant on 60 episodes of Family Ties. So he was a PA so that they, a just PA they just would put in stuff. stuff. Yeah. So this is his first appearance huh. on the show. That's awesome. Later did on, he go we'll on see to him. do anything in the business? Uh, that's it. He did production Aww. design on this and that, and then there's one other show that he did some like crew stuff, didn't and he did a couple it. little didn't. acting things Aww. on that same show, and that Aww. was it. So it's hard. It sucks when you find those guys that like it's clear that they really worked hard for a minute and it didn't yeah. work out, and then they probably went back to wherever just they were from whatever. and just doing that guy's probably like a dentist now or something, yeah. or he's Taking just care of Steven Steve's dad, and he's Which like. And it's like, hey, Dad, remember when you were... He's probably got a picture of him with yeah, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> and like him, he's probably got a picture yeah. of him with Michael oh, J. Fox. Sure. It's probably up on his wall. He's probably pretty proud of it. By yeah. the way, his name was Robert Shanshi. Robert Shanshi, we're thinking of you, buddy. Yeah, if you want to come talk to us on the show, by the way, like I would love to talk to Slate Man. Sha-la-la-la! What, uh, what was your favorite quote of the episode? What oh, I had there? it. Shoot. I took it off my phone. You need to vamp a little bit. All right. Well, I'll do mine while you're looking at yours. Right. Um, 
my favorite one was actually right at the top of the show. It was a very like naked gun airplane type of joke. But Alex uh, is looking at Jennifer's project, and it's supposed to be a map of Sweden. He goes, "Is that that Sweden?" And she says, "No, it's just a map. The actual country is much larger." I, I'm of pretty course, sure Leslie Nielsen said that exact thing. You're at some such point. a dork. Also, though, um, Mallory's talking about what it takes to be a good model, and she says, "Good models just smi- a good model just smiles, and if she doesn't, as if she doesn't have a thought in her mind." Yeah. And then Alex says, "Then you should make a great model." <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, mine was. Um, Mallory's walking around with a book on her head, and Alex says, that's a good idea, Mallory. Maybe some of it will leak into your brain. <laughs> that was just a real good slam. That was, a good that was just a real yeah. good sibling yeah. slam. Well, later, that was like, you can't ever come back. There's no comeback for that. That was, was a, good. There was a callback to that. I don't know if you heard it later no. when she said, he's all, what are you doing, Mallory? And she says, I'm studying. He's like, shouldn't you have the book on your head? Oh, dude. <laughs> See? Just another dish. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Sha-la-la-la. All right, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story, and I really actually liked it, was be excited about your kids' interests and don't make it about you. Yeah. Like, that's a really good moral that every parent at some point struggles with. And if your kid's into stuff that you're not into, like Mallory being into fashion was an obvious struggle for Elise. Because they wanted to and be like, into physics you know, or something, they said. And then, like, but then she got carried away, and that upset Mallory even more. So I think the key... Ma- takeaway here and like i thought it was really good was like hey you're the parent they're the kid they're gonna do things that don't make sense and they're allowed to because they're kids so you have to be the adult and also you should encourage your kids interest to support them yeah and be supportive it was really positive well because that was the thing that she was hurting in a practical way feel that she was she cared about her stuff yeah no, By anybody, because really all the family did was make fun of her for it. So, like, of yeah. course she feels like crap. The other moral to take away is if you want to make it in modeling, don't overdo the turbulence. Sha-la-la-la! All right, well, uh, I think we're just about ready to wrap it up here. Thank you, Brendo, for being here on the show. It was great. Where, uh, where can people find you? Um, check me out. Uh, Massive Buds Wrestling Show, mbwspod.com. Also, mondaynightrupo.com, the open mic that I'm a part of. We're, we've been doing about, we're on like our sixth episode of the podcast, weekly open mic featuring music, poetry, rap, and your comedy. comedy. I'm on most episodes. I'm actually about to take two weeks off to go to WrestleMania for Massive Buds Wrestling Show. Should be a lot of good content gonna, there. Yeah, going to be a lot of good content there. I'm on Twitter, at Brendoman, Instagram, at Brendoman, Facebook, at Brendoman. That's what Anything I got. with Brendo Man. Anything Brendo Man, that's me. No imposters except no substitutes. That's right. One I shut only. down all the fake Brendo Mans. <laughs> I shut them all down. Well, thank you guys for listening to the show. Um, if you guys would like to be watching along with us, make sure you get your Amazon Prime subscription because it's included with that. Yeah. Family Ties, you can watch it there. Also, if you guys would like to write in any comments, questions, or whatever, you can write us at alexpkeatonismyfriend at gmail.com. And uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook and all that stuff. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you again, Brendo, for being here. Thanks for having me. We'll see you next time on another very special episode of Alex B. Keaton is my friend. What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through.